So when you're looking for new technology in your supply chain, who is on your team? Well, last week's episode, I spoke to Kurt from Open Sky Group, and he talks about the challenges and why building a team to help with execution is so very important. Check it out at letstalksupplychain.com forward slash season two dash episode 80. Welcome to Let's Talk Supply Chain. My name is Sarah Barnes Humphrey and each week I bring you the top supply chain professionals in the industry. You will learn about best practices, new innovation and most up-to-date information about supply chain. I believe that collaboration is the future of business and I have designed this show to ensure you have all the information you need to succeed in business and in your supply chain. And now a word from our sponsor. Like the products you manufacture, it is not unreasonable to expect the merchandise used to promote your brand to do so without posing risk to the recipients or the brand itself. Supply chain professionals can now play a leading role in protecting and growing their brand's reputation with the help of the Quality Certification Alliance. QCA is an independent, not-for-profit, 501c6, third-party accrediting and certification body dedicated to ensuring accountability throughout the promotional product industry supply chain. Visit qcalliance.org to learn more. Your brand is your organization's most valuable asset. Protect and grow it by aligning your values with QCA. Hello and welcome back to Let's Talk Supply Chain. This week I am in Long Beach at the Intermodal Expo Conference and I'm so excited to meet everybody and have some really great discussions in the podcast booth that they have built for me. I can't wait to learn more about the exciting things happening in Intermodal and working with the team at IANA. So stay tuned because I'm also going to have some exclusive content from that conference coming up as well. So do you struggle with employee engagement and flexibility with your staffing? On today's episode, I am speaking to Kelly Paul, VP of Success at Shift, about their app that is revolutionizing challenges in staffing within the supply chain industry. But first, let's get to the question of the week. So the question of the week is, what is your biggest supply chain pet peeve? And let me tell you, we had so many great responses. Everybody had a great time with this question. So here's just a few. And if you want to check out everything else, go to listeners corner at letstalksupplychain.com. So over on LinkedIn, Annie Hyder says, I agree with everyone's comments. My pet peeve is communication breakdown anywhere in the chain that is then resulting in product not being available on the shelf. Amanda, hoarding inventory in the parking lot the last three days of the month to hit month end inventory numbers. Oh, dear. Greg White says, so true, Amanda. At the same time, the situation is always metrics driven in my experience. Priyanka says delayed shipment. Shannon Whitaker says manual processes that can easily be automated. Naomi Garnis, sustainability. Diana, lack of visibility. Jennifer, too much packaging. And Anders says lack of involvement from sales regarding the end-to-end process. So I think over on, also on LinkedIn as well, we have Damien. He said lack of communication. Gustavo, lack of understanding and commitment with the SNOP process. Upstream delays, said Syed. Manufacturing-based inventory and shipping management, says Shakib. Over on Twitter, 
Naomi said sustainability. Instagram, old school mama says slow operating bonded CFS with a really, really angry face. And Diana's network says lack of of lack of visibility. So thank you to everybody who weighed in and commented on that question. For more, remember to go to letstalksupplychain.com and look for Listener's Corner. And to be a part of the conversation, join us every single Wednesday on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. Well, supply chain talent and retention are huge topics in the conference circle, on podcasts, and even on webinars these days. So what if there's an app that can help with workforce optimization, employee engagement, compliance, and security all in one place? Well, where do I sign up, right? Well, Kelly is here to tell us about it. So let's learn a little bit more about this VP of success. Kelly Paul is a customer experience leader with a demonstrated history of building teams that delight customers and give data its due. She is skilled in business process improvement and cross-functional team leadership, never wavering on the importance of a goals-oriented and customer-obsessed culture. Kelly was instrumental in rolling out shift across Walmart's Canada's fleet of distribution centers and well-versed in the connection between employee satisfaction and productivity. So welcome to the show, Kelly. Thanks so much, Sarah. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, I'm really excited to have Shift on the show because you are changing the way that we are looking at staffing, right? And even more importantly, we're looking at the way to retain the talent that we're getting as well. So why don't you tell us the story behind Shift and, you know, why did you start? What was the gap in the market that you saw? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, Shift is a really exciting company. We're based out of Seattle and We became a company because we realized that there were challenges in hourly scheduling and that employees who were hourly hourly workers needed some support. Um, And there's a number of challenges that the industry has been facing and technology really hasn't kept up with those challenges. One of the most common challenges is that life happens. So if I'm an hourly employee and if for any reason I can't make it into my shift, it's incredibly important that I'm able to find coverage. And if I'm not, there's a chance that my employment could actually be at stake. Now, on the flip side, when managers are put in a position where their employees can't actually come in and and work a shift, they're oftentimes relying on legacy systems or processes to help find employees to come in to work that shift. That means they could be sitting in a back room, a back office PC, calling through a roster of 45 people or more. Now, this amount of time could be spent with customers, it could be spent on the floor processing shipments, it could be spent doing important managerial tasks that that are required. But instead, uh, you know, managers are forced to use some some legacy processes to find those employees. Uh, The third challenge that we saw is that when employees are trying to find coverage or when they're left without a solution that uh, is supportive in those instances, they're oftentimes going to go and find an unsupported or an unsanctioned solution. So they might turn their attention to social media or they might turn their attention to something like Snapchat. All of these records and all of the conversations that take place in these tools aren't necessarily company owned and the company might not have access to it. So should an HR team, for example, need to actually dig into it, they're likely going to face some challenges, it's going to be timely, and they might not be able to get access to everything. 
So we, you know, we realized all of these challenges and a lot of these challenges were, were faced by us. You know, we like to say that Shift is a company uh, that was providing software for hourly workers by hourly workers. So we've all, you know, at various times in our lives been in these positions and we wanted to find something that worked best. Yeah, I love so that. What, I really love that. That's yeah. a great story. And the fact that you were able to pinpoint those three challenges um, that businesses are having that, you know, they might not even know that they have. Right, exactly. And I think that that's a good point because, you know, when we realized these challenges and wanted to build a mobile solution to help solve them, we didn't want to forget about the front line. So our founders actually went to malls, they went to stores, they spoke to employees and they talked to them about, you know, what are these needs and how can we help you solve them? And from there, we were able to, you know, really build a fun, innovative solution that you know, meets the needs of the employees, but then also provides the level of some compliance, security, and data that the home office would want. Uh, so it's been a pretty exciting adventure. Yeah, and it's it's really important part of business. I know from a personal standpoint, my stepdaughter um, works for a retailer, and they schedule you know their hours and and different things like that. But when they have to change a shift. I think that it is really, really important that that task isn't time consuming, where traditionally it's been extremely time consuming and it's it's had a lot of people involved, right? And it's fun to see that they're able to take control of that and really make those decisions themselves, but still get the shift covered and the company really doesn't need to, to get too involved. Exactly. And then customers are still receiving awesome service in the store and you know, they're, they're buying the product that they came in to find. So it's great. Absolutely. I love that. So originally supply chain wasn't a focus of shift. Um, but I think more recently you found that there's a really big need within supply chain for what you guys are doing. So why don't you tell me why that is and how you're helping in supply chain? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, so over the last several years, we've really proven that we're able to support the employees in the stores and why not turn our attention to the employees that are getting the product into those stores so that we can help support them as well? Um, you know, this, you know, this thought came to us obviously because of our contacts within the industry and partners and just really speaking to people and hearing about a need for something like shift in, in distribution centers and in supply chain. Um, a lot of these conversations coupled with the fact that we're a company that likes challenges and we're not going to back down from challenges meant that we started to pursue the market and we saw that the demand did in fact exist. Um, and it's interesting because when we look at how our distribution centers are using shift, it's not too terribly different than how our, uh, how our retail customers are using shift, but the volume at which they're using it or the volume of shifts that might be being posted is where we see a big change. So at distribution centers, you know, it's very common for supervisors or managers to suddenly need to post anywhere from 50 to 100 or 200 shifts at a moment's notice to wow. get individuals to come in and work and maybe process a high volume of shipments. Um, so this is, that's definitely an area where we've been able to add value to our customers and, you know, give folks extra hours that are working at, at the distribution centers. But then also, um, our distribution centers rely quite heavily on voluntary time off opportunities. So when the demand doesn't exist, when the, pros when the product or the volume isn't within the facility, people might not need to come in to work that day. 
and our distribution center customers can actually broadcast out open uh, or voluntary time off opportunities so that then folks can claim those opportunities, uh, get them approved by their manager, and then not come in to work for that. So when you're talking about this, I am just thinking about the amount of admin that traditionally it would take to do this this type of thing and how how much time shift is giving back to the organization not only from not only in the distribution portion of the business but the HR portion of the business because you're able to like, I don't know if you have numbers on this, but just you're able to cut down all of that admin and time that people would spend trying to coordinate all of this. Right. So it saves overall our man, an individual manager, an individual supervisor, more than four hours a week wow. processing all this data. So that means that's for some individuals, that might be half of their shift or that might be a quarter of right. the amount of time that they're going to be working that day. So you can only imagine that when you're able to dedicate you know, four extra hours to do something that um, the benefit is going to be, uh, or the, the business, excuse me, is going to be benefiting. Employees are happier because they're not being bogged down, focused on paperwork or a lot of administrative yeah. tasks. Uh, and they can just focus on doing their job. Yeah. And they have more choice, more freedom of choice um, that maybe wasn't there before for them, right? Because of prejudgment or maybe bias, unconscious bias, right? Um, thinking that maybe somebody wouldn't want that time off unpaid when in reality they might have wanted it. And then just, and then also the benefits from, you know, also the, I guess the downstream from that, right? Because then you get into the HR component and all of the admin and all of the paperwork and all of the time spent on the HR side of things from what the manager's already done is just exponential in savings. So I, you know, I think what you guys are doing is incredible and I love that you've entered the supply chain space. So let's talk a little bit about the biggest challenges. So I'm having a lot of discussions. I talk to a lot of different people and supply chain talent is a huge problem. But then also on the flip side, the retention is another really, really big challenge. And I know that that's something that you focus on. So can you tell us what the biggest challenges companies are facing when it comes to employee retention? Right. Yeah. So we you know, we are out to improve the lives of shift workers everywhere. That's our motto. That's what everybody at shift is focused on every single day that we come into the office. And so right. we don't lose sight of that. Um, and we see that, uh, you know, in how we're working with our customers. But, you know, if we take a step back and if we think about when we start to roll shift out and we're meeting with a, a new customer, we're talking to them about their challenges and how we can help them solve it. That's where we oftentimes hear the employee hiring or the employee retention challenges that right. they're facing. Um, you know, depending on the community in which they live, uh, there might not necessarily be as, as much of a demand for work as they'd like to see. So it might be harder for them to actually get employees into the door to, to work some shifts and to, you know, become a part of their team. They could also have a pool of individuals that might not be able to commit to 40 hours a week but instead they could work, you know, 12 to 20 hours or somewhere within that range. 
or, you know, the, the reality of it is, is that there could be another distribution center just a few miles down the road that's willing to pay more per hour. Uh, and any one of these challenges or perhaps all of these challenges are being faced by our customers today. Um, and we think the technology is a way that they can solve it. And technology like Shift really allows them to, to hit all of those needs. Uh, so for employees that might be working full time that need a little bit more flexibility without you know, a, being a burden to their team or to their manager, they can get that flexibility by posting a shift in shift and, and uh, having a coworker come in and cover that. They can pick up extra hours just by monitoring the live shift feed and coming in to work those shifts that are available that work best for their schedules. Um, and then another component of shift that we haven't really talked about are our communication tools. So within Shift, we do provide team communication tools that allow for managers and other individuals within the organization to broadcast out announcements to their team. Um, this level of engagement shouldn't be overlooked. Uh, so when we see that we have uh, a more senior member of the team, perhaps an executive level individual, posting some congratulatory message out in Shift or announcing an anniversary or a picnic, um, or even just saying that there's an impromptu ice cream social. Those things happen in the app and we see users react immediately. You know, they're liking the message, they're commenting on it, they're saying thank you. And yeah. those types of things help employees feel as if they're a part of a community and as if they are a part of a team. Um, and it also helps, you know, aside from those examples that I gave you, but it also helps if there's a snow right. day by chance and employees need to enter in into a different ex, uh, entrance than they normally would. Those types of announcements are posted. So employees feel like they're supported uh, throughout the entire, the entire process uh, of working for them. Yeah, and in my in my past experience um, on the warehouse side, they've always felt very disconnected, and I think it's because you know everybody else in the business is connected by computer, right. and you know they're receiving emails, but it's probably most likely to a personal email right. that maybe they don't have time to check all the time. Um, and so it gets overlooked. And so the intention uh, traditionally behind that is is a good one, but the communication just hasn't been affected, effective. And then they don't feel like they belong to that community and to the company and uh, just being a part of it and being, being um, brought into the fold. And so I think yeah. the communication piece is huge, um, you know, especially when it comes to what we've done traditionally. Absolutely. And, you know, research studies suggest that employee engagement is one of the key ways to retain employees and to retain talent. And that's what a lot of these supervisors and managers are using Shift to help them do. Um, and, you know, we're hearing from users. In fact, we, um, we recently had a survey uh, with a global retailer and 75% of associates actually said that Shift improves Timor. Oh, really? So when we hear that, that's huge. You know, it's and it's, you know, it's not necessarily because of shifts or solely focused on shifts. It's because they do feel like they're a part of a community and, you know, suddenly their employer is meeting them where they are and, and that's on their phone. Absolutely. So, I mean, we talked about why retention should be top of mind, but do you want to give a couple more examples of, you know, why that should be? What does it do for a business? I think it allows the business to react quicker. Um, if oh, there's, yeah, yeah. So it allows, um, it allows a high level of reactivity. Um, and then employees are feeling 
as if they're a part of it. They mm-hmm. are receiving information as soon as they need to. It helps inform how they do their job and it helps them become more productive uh, as a result. Yeah, and you're just going to have an overall better business culture, I think, right. as well, right. from top down, right? Yeah. A lot of times we think about business culture being, you know, within the office environment, right? We don't really don't really talk about or think about the warehousing environment and the DC environment and how to really bring everybody together, especially when they're not connected, right? right? Everybody else in the office is connected, whereas, you know, in the distribution centers and in the warehouses, the employees aren't necessarily connected. And I think that your app really brings everybody together. And uh, I'm all about collaboration and it, it brings everybody together in a, collaborate, a collaborative environment that I, I can really, really appreciate. So one of the other things while I was doing my research for the interview was that you talk a lot about security. Um, when you hear about talent, you hear about employees and, and working strategies and, and uh, retention, etc. Don't, we don't really hear a lot about security. So why is that important to shift? What does that mean for businesses? Why should businesses really keep security top of mind? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, um, when we think about security, it's not necessarily the traditional security that you would think of or that if my CTO was sitting here, he would talk about how we we meet all those criteria. Mm -hmm. But it's about the fact that if employees aren't being provided with the tools to help fill a need, they're going to find other tools to help fill that gap. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when they find those tools, they might be using something that if it was up to the HR or the legal team, they might not approve of it. They might not feel comfortable with right. their company information being shared in that channel. They wouldn't feel comfortable with their employees' personnel data being shared in those channels. Um, and that, that presents a level of risk. So with Shift, everything inside the application is being tracked. So the moment a Shift is posted, we're tracking who posted it, the date and the time that they posted it. Same thing goes for coverage rates. So as soon as a shift is posted for coverage, or excuse me, as soon as a shift is covered by an employee, we're tracking that exactly when it happens, as well as any managerial action that's taken with that shift, if they're approving of it or if they're rejecting of it. Uh, We capture all of the communication and all of the logs inside of the application. This allows the legal and the HR teams at our customer sites mm-hmm. to be able to sleep good at night because they know that should they need have they need to have access to it or if they even just want to do a quick random spot check they can we provide them with that data and they have it at at any point in time um, so that's certainly helpful and with data comes powder power so our supervisors and our directors are oftentimes seeing mm-hmm. patterns in the data that they didn't actually notice before. Um, You know, it's common for us to hear uh, from our users maybe a a couple of weeks after rolling shift out that they're suddenly seeing um, a a pattern in the types of shifts that are being posted, the shifts that employees are most willing to cover. Um, They're starting to notice what time it's best to broadcast out those open shifts or those those Mm -hmm. VTOs because individuals are more willing to, to actually cover them. Um, And then they use that data, they can combine it with other uh, personnel data or any other business data, and they can make more informed decisions because they know that whatever action they do take and shift is going to resonate more with their users. What is Um, a VTO? What's a VTO? Just for my listeners, what's a VTO? 
Yeah, that's a good question. So we um, we use the acronym VTO for Voluntary Time Off ah, Opportunities. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, and it's um, you know whenever you know if somebody's scheduled to come into work and if the demand is doesn't exist or if or if that employee isn't actually needed for that shift, managers can broadcast out voluntary time off opportunities. Um, and there's there's one story that I think is actually uh, relevant to talk about. Um, I'll never forget, it was probably like two months ago, uh, we were rolling shift out um, and it's always exciting when we roll out shift because we bring a team down from Seattle, we're wearing our red shift shirts and we're working with our customers project team, they're wearing the red shift shirts and we really kind of make it into an event and something fun. Um, and I'm standing awesome. in the in the front of a very large room with a very large crowd of employees that are about to start their own shift, but they're coming in to learn about this new tool that has been purchased for them should they want to use it. And um, I'm introducing voluntary time off in the application. And I'm talking about how, you know, whenever a voluntary time off opportunity is posted, you'll be notified via push notification. You can view all of the details and shift, and then you can decide on the fly if you do want to take that VTO or not. Um, right. It doesn't matter if you're at a grocery store, maybe you just woke up, you're in bed. Um, and there was somebody in the front row who like raised his hand and he was like, wait, so you're telling me that I don't have to drive into the distribution center anymore just to be told that I'm not needed and I have to drive back to my house. Yes. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's what we're saying. And he's like, and he was so excited. He was so happy. He, he made some comments that uh, it was kind of exciting because it was loud enough for everybody in the room to hear. We mm -hmm. had a good chuckle and we, you know, we were satisfied because that's why shift is doing what, what we're doing. But a lot of the leaders and the supervisors that were in the room couldn't help but smile because they had a sense of feeling right. like this is the solution our team has needed. Yeah. This is something that's going to keep this employee happy and working at the distribution center. Um, you know, and it, it really is a benefit. So those types of things sh also shouldn't be overlooked. Yeah, no, I love that story. And actually, I want you to give us another story. Um, I want to know, give us like a real life example, because we've, we've spoken about, you know, the different benefits that shift can bring a company, but I want to know from your experience in working with your customers and maybe somebody that's already using it, um, give us a real life example of how you've helped them and what that looks like to a business. Yeah. Yeah. I think the example that stands out the most to me is, how we're able to support the flexible hourly um, employee base that our customers might have. So when we think about the types of users across shift at these customers, we have our full-time employees that have a fixed set schedule. We have our part-time employees that might also have a fixed set schedule, but perhaps it varies a bit. Um, and then we also have a pool of employees that are flexi flexible hourly employees, where basically if there's work that exists, they can take that work, but there isn't a guarantee on right. date or time or frequency at which they can work those shifts. That is an area where there's a significant amount of overhead, both from an HR as well as a supervisory um, role, into making sure that they're staying in contact with those employees and that they're staying engaged with the distribution center. They need to find a way to easily reach those employees once shifts are available, and they need to do it in a reliable way because oftentimes when you're calling in those individuals to work uh, a shift, there's a real need, and it might be because there's an online sale, right. or, you know, the holidays are coming up. 
so we know that we're going to be seeing these employees taking a lot of hours. Uh, regardless, though, what we've seen is that the distribution centers are able to react more quickly and get more people to come in and work shifts than they have historically. And they've been able to leverage this flexible hourly employee base more than ever before. Um, they're also seeing side effects where this employee base likely has a lot of individuals in it that are very eager to take right. as many hours as they can. So they're starting to see, they're seeing that, of course, in the shifts that these individuals are picking up, but they're also seeing it in initiative that these employees are putting forth. So they're messaging their manager or the HR team in the app saying, can I get extra training? Because I see that there's some shifts available right. that I'm not currently trained in. And then the HR team is you know, pivoting really quickly, bringing them in for the training. And you know, maybe some of those individuals might actually be uh, evaluated and be in a bit of a better position to get a full-time job than they otherwise would because all of that activity, all of that eagerness and interest in um, finding those positions uh, is is now available to, it's, it's more transparent to the managers. Yeah, absolutely. And you can also, you can also tell from a managerial standpoint, um, even those flexible workers who would be good in different positions when, especially when they're asking for training, right? Right. Because in the traditional sense, people may or may not feel comfortable coming up and asking for that training because they're not sure that that's something that they can do. But in an app, they'll probably feel a little bit more comfortable to be able to go to somebody and ask rather than face to face, right? Yeah. I mean, just seems- as you get into the, the, the digital age too, right? People feel a little bit more comfortable with the technology sometimes than they do um, in the, the real time environment. Exactly. It's something that it's it's easy. Um, they're familiar with it because they're using technology like that day in and day out. And it's yeah. because it's instantaneous, they don't have to worry about coming into the distribution center and tracking down the right person to ask them about the training. They can just simply type it at the moment that they're thinking it and at the moment that they want it. Right. And then start That's coordinating. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a great point. So in my research, I saw on your website that I, I really, really thought was very, very cool. And it said that 95% of employees would recommend shift. So can you tell me a little bit more about that? And why do they like, why, why are your numbers so high? Yeah, that's, that's something that we're incredibly proud of. Um, and I think it all boils down to the fact that shift provides a level of flexibility and control, um, in somebody's schedule that our end users have been looking forward to, that they've been really kind of craving. Um, Beyond that, you know, we have heard from associates that 93% of them actually see shift as a benefit. It's a benefit just like other HR personnel benefits uh, have been provided to them. You know, things like store discounts or trainings, um, shift ranks up there with with those items. It's, It's something that they're able to use to provide a level of flexibility into their life. And also, you know, it's being used in a team environment with all of their other colleagues. It's supported by their managers. Um, it's just, there's, there's a real need for it. Uh, and I think, you know, beyond that, when we look to the, the, the technology itself, we see that Shift is a very mm-hmm. intuitive and easy to use product. Um, mm-hmm. I see it on a day-to-day basis because I'm in the app and I'm playing around with it. Um, and when we roll it out at scale across an enterprise organization, we see that right away. Uh, it doesn't take 
a lot of training for users to register inside of the app, join their store's location or their distribution center's location, and just start using it. Um, and you know that kind of goes back to the very beginning when we were talking about why we designed Shift, uh, what the challenges were that we were trying to, to solve. Um, even though we didn't hear UX or UI from the employees in the stores, we knew that as we were building the technology and the tool that we yeah. needed to have a heavy focus on design and we needed to make it intuitive and easy to use. Just like all the other apps out there today that um, you, know, you and I are using on a daily basis, um, we want that to be as easy to use and, and um, kind of as sticky uh, for these end users. Absolutely. And I think that's really, really important for, you know, especially that 95% recommendation. I mean, it just goes to show that you've really put them top of mind. So before we get to the future of shift, let's talk about the future of supply chain talent. Where do you think I that's think going? I think the future of supply chain talent is also going to be focused on flexibility. A lot of the same reasons that we hear from associates for why they like shift, um, you know, the industry itself has peaks and valleys, the volume might be high, it might be low. And in order for a business to react, but also still support their employees, they need to leverage the technologies like Shift to provide that level of, of flexibility and care and attention to their workforce. Um, so, you know, we might see populations like those flexible hourly employees that I mentioned before growing larger in size to, to help that the business adjust right. to, to those demands or the needs. Um, but then also you know, to help those users or those employees get hours from shift. Absolutely. And I think what you're talking about as far as flexibility is really going to go across the board, right? Because we look at the next generation and we look at the different things that they want to be doing. And I think that flexibility is really going to be key um, for, for talent in general and retention of talent in general. And so I, w I definitely agree with you on that. And I think you're onto something there. So let's talk about the exciting new things that are happening at shift. What's next for you guys? Yeah, so we're really excited because we just announced partnerships with JDA and Kronos. Uh, so obviously, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's great. You know, um, you hear the, you know, you hear JDA, you hear Kronos, and you know that both of these organizations have very powerful and uh, well-supported, well-known workforce management systems. Uh, so that allows us to make shift truly the mobile front end of these, these systems so that we can continue to deliver solutions that delight our end users and that solve their day-to-day their -day problems that they might be having while also leveraging the back-end data and the back-end kind of support and infrastructure that you would get from a workforce management solution like JDA or Kronos. Um, you know, so those two, those two solutions combined are quite powerful. It's going to allow for uh, supervisors, managers, executives at the home offices to really leverage powerful data in ways that they haven't been able to before and to help, more to help make more sound and more informed business decisions um, that, you know, in turn will, will, of course, impact the group of end users that we've been talking about today. 
That's great. And I am so excited to see what's next and what's coming up for Shift because you guys are doing amazing things in workforce. So schedule flexibility, easy to use and something employees already recommend. I mean, what is not to love about Shift? Well, for more information about Kelly, Shift and this episode, go to letstalksupplychain.com forward slash season two dash episode 81 or visit them at their website. That's myshift.com yft.com for more information about them as well. Thank you so much, Kelly. Thank you to the team over at Shift for making this happen today. And I will, I wish you nothing but the best. And thanks for bringing your insights into the talent of supply chain. Oh, ditto. Thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate the support and uh, we'll be chatting soon. This episode was produced in collaboration with Border Buddy, the most innovative online customs platform out there. And here is what Graham, the founder, has to say. How long does it take you to get a duty rate or guidance on the right HS classification from your current customs broker? With Border Buddy's new revolutionary self-service technology, you will never go traditional again. We have created a platform that allows you to get instant quotes on duties, taxes, and customs fees to import your products into North America. To get 10% off your first clearance, sign up at borderbuddy.com forward slash let's talk supply chain. If you liked this episode, go and check out some of my other episodes around talent with Tom Pauls from Search Consultants or Michelle DeVivo, which is a woman in supply chain episode over at letstalksupplychain.com. Next week, we're hearing from Kevin from Symphony Retail AI. And we're also learning about the new voice that they have created in the industry. You're not going to want to miss that episode. We're taking a deep dive into what you need from a retail perspective to really hone in on your customer and be successful in supply chain. And if you'd like to help support the show, there's a couple of ways to do that. Please go to LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, subscribe, follow us, follow us on YouTube, the SC Supply Chain TV, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts to the show, Let's Talk Supply Chain. You can go to shops on letstalksupplychain.com and there's merchandise. I've got some t-shirts, some great tank tops with some of my most favorite sayings, including that business is, or sorry, collaboration is the future. And people seem to be loving that one. Plus I have a supply chain dictionary there, 107 pages full of acronyms and definitions that you will need to succeed in supply chain. Go to ships, shipz.com. We are almost in full beta. We're looking for forwarders. We're looking for shippers that want to do better, that want more better visibility into freight rates, um, especially the mid-market shippers. That's who we're targeting. That's who we're looking for. If you're interested in more information, make sure that you sign up at SHIPS. That's S-H-I-P-Z.com. And lastly, rate and review the show. Go to iTunes, leave me a review. Not only do I love to hear from you, but I also want to feature you on an upcoming episode with your review. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in each and every week. Have a great day. And remember, everybody, SHIP happens.